2: What is going on, guys? This is Stephen from Headlock Talk. We've got some exciting news for you. Woo! Our longtime sponsor, Naturally Hemp's, and us have come to an agreement to bring our sponsorship to the next level. We finally have a Headlock Talk promo code for naturallyhemp's.com. Use code HLT10 to get 10% off your entire order. And by the way, the code does not expire.
0: Fantastic news, Steven. Yes, I use Naturally Hemp's gummies for uh, sleep aid, for muscle pain, recover when I come back from the gym, and I love the lotions and balms for my hands in the summertime and wintertime when my hands get all chapped and cracked. It's perfect. Oh
2: yeah, it's really good stuff. And by the way, the fun does not stop there. We are now partnered with some affiliate companies as well. NaturallyPure.com for all your hand sanitizer needs. Use code HLT10 for 10% off your entire order. If you are a vapor in need, eLiquid, AmericanVaporCompany.com. Use code HLT10 to get 10% off your entire order. Keep an eye on our Twitter, at Headlock Talk. In the next coming weeks, we'll be doing several giveaways. and You can find out how to get your own bundle of hand sanitizer and masks or CBD gummies. And now, on with the show.
0: It is a hot day outside here in Texas, and it's time for a special edition of Headlock Talk Listener Hot Takes. Yes, you wrote to us on Twitter, and we asked for your hottest takes, most unpopular opinions, most burning questions. We'll answer them here today on Hot Takes. Steven, what is this music doing for you here? Sir? I dig it. Yeah, all, I dig it. all this nice new music. You know, yeah. we, we've got the credits below. You can check it out. It's great for podcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm digging this music too, it's man. It's groovy,
2: man. It's groovy. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. it. We've got some good selections this week. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. A little Tim mm-hmm. Allen there. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, (laughs) I am, of course, the Texas gentleman Tanner Pruitt, and right across from me here, the one, the only, Mr. Stephen Grudy. Hi. Hi, Stephen. How are you? (laughs) Hey, man. We're we're doing well. I'm doing well. Good. Right? Good. It's, quote, unquote, Thursday. Yes, Thursday. Yes. Yes. Uh, At the time of you listening to this. And uh, this special Headlock Talk episode is all about you, the listener. You've submitted in your hottest takes most unpopular opinions, and most burning questions. And we're going to discuss them and give you, the listener, a shout-out for
2: being so brave on Twitter. Yes. (laughs) That's really what it's all about. I mean, yeah, unpopular opinions on Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, They don't like them. (laughs) The the Twitterverse usually does not like those. No, apparently not. So so thank you, listeners, for Mm -hmm. going out on the front lines for Mm -hmm. us. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And uh, as our new intro piece that Stephen
0: so... Boldly made, uh, yes, uh, to reward you for your hottest takes and reward you for just being a listener. Yes. Naturally Hemp's CBD line, again, as part of Listener Appreciation Week, uh, HLT10 is the promo code. So use HLT10 at checkout for all of your CBD needs at NaturallyHemp's.com. There's also NaturallyPure.com. Use, use code HLT10 at checkout for uh, hand sanitizer. There's a massive stock of that. Uh, if you're a, uh, a vape connoisseur, if you, if you like your, your vaping, uh, I, I do. I know Steven does. I do. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you, you can go to American Vapor Company. Also use uh, code HLT10 at checkout uh, for your vape products. And then last but not least, Face 19. Coming soon. Mm-hmm. Face 19. Graphic designed face masks. Uh, are are going to be available. Uh, also, promo code HLT ten. We we announced on yesterday's episode. Yesterday was quote unquote Wednesday, quote unquote quote unquote. <laughs> um, uh, as announced there, uh, we're doing the bundle giveaway. Uh, so on um, on Saturday, we'll announce the winner. So go to our pinned tweet. Make sure that you like and retweet the pinned tweet. Uh, make sure to also put in a uh, uh, I guess, a screenshot of uh, you being a subscriber to Headlock Talk, you'll be entered in a chance to win a 30-count uh, CBD gummy. Uh, uh, I guess, uh, what, what, what are those? Packets? You bottles. Know, bottles. Thank you, Stephen. Nailed it. 30-count <laughs> bottle uh, of uh, your choice of CBD gummy. Again, that's, that's either orange, strawberry, or watermelon. Mm-hmm. All three taste great. Yes. Yes. Uh, you'll also get a bottle of uh, Naturally Pure hand sanitizer, as well as a face mask from Face 19. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, yes, um, with that being said, make sure to like, retweet, and show us a screenshot that you are subscribed to get your uh, your chance to enter into our bundle contest. It's exciting. It's very exciting, yeah. Steven. No, it's super exciting. Uh, more so, very exciting things here. Uh, we have uh, a a big announcement. I think you and I have agreed, uh, based on yesterday's episode uh, on quote unquote Wednesday, right? Uh, we will be doing uh a, a new series of shows. Mm-hmm. So we'll be doing wrestling on Mondays.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Our our normal headlock talk episodes those will be on Mondays. On Wednesdays we'll have our new show, Variety Hour, mm-hmm. which will cover uh news, food, music media, general stuff going on in our everyday yeah. lives. It'll be you know fun, lots mm-hmm. of fun stuff. And then on Fridays, with tomorrow being the debut episode, Steven's very excited about this. I'm super pumped. It's going to be
2: fun, yeah.
0: It will be the debut of another new show all about gaming and fan culture. Uh, Rogue and the Ranger uh, it will, will be uh, launching tomorrow, debuting on Headlock Talk. Uh, here. So, yeah, man. Good times. We got lots of stuff. Lots yeah. of stuff, yeah. He- Headlock Talk Radio. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's good times. Variety of shows. We'll be talking about all sorts of stuff, so we've got you covered for all of your needs here.
2: Uh, I mean, what do you think? Headlock Talk Radio? Is that, that
0: you know, kind like of that. O- yeah.
2: overdone a little bit? No, I like that. Yeah. As you can see, we're kind of still hammering out the, the, yeah. the like, little details, you know, but, uh, man, we've been planning... All this stuff for a really, really long time. You know, whether it be the the promo code, the giveaways, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. the new shows, the the network. I mean, we we've been planning all of this stuff for so, so long. So yeah. it's really cool for all of it to just culminate yeah. all at the same time. Yes, it's a lot of work for us, but we're so excited to be able to finally do it and to be able to finally share all of these ideas with and, you guys.
0: Yeah, and this is this is a big thank you to you guys, the listener. Absolutely, and what a more appropriate way. ...than to burn your own personal opinions in this giant fire pit that we have. Yeah. (laughs) Let's do
2: it. (laughs) So,
0: as we stated in the intro, Hot Takes. Yes, Hot Takes. This is where you guys have submitted to us your hottest takes, most unpopular opinions, and your most burning questions. We answer them and give you a shout-out here on air. And I can't think of a better place to start this off than with Get Show Podcast at Get Show on Twitter, or Get Show Podcast on Twitter. Uh, They are asking here, in case you don't do this the next episode, I wanted to ask, what is a Texan's opinion on Korean barbecue? Steven, Mm. what is your take on Korean barbecue, sir? I like it. You like it? I like it a lot. It's good stuff. It's very good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I like Korean food in general. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple of good Korean places here. Um, uh, I'm a big fan of cilantro, uh, mm. which is like a, mm. its almost like um, Korean fusion, uh, you know, with, with like other kinds of foods, particularly like Mexican and Latin cuisine. Um, right. So that's I like cilantro a lot. Um, I do enjoy also. Oh, what is that place called? Um, Oh, the the chicken place. Oh, uh, Bonchon. 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 Bonchon fried chicken. Mm -hmm. So it's not barbecue, but Bonchon can be pretty tasty. Yeah. Uh, They do have other Korean dishes there. Um, And then there was a Korean barbecue place um, in Austin. Um, Now, look. I could not tell you the name of this. In fact, when you go to the location where this place is at, it's in a little shopping strip and if you walk past it you would have never imagined that you know they had the most amazing korean you know cuisine inside mm-hmm. um so again the name passes me but we yeah. we went in a couple times when when i was a, a single man uh me and my my roommates and uh they just have the most amazing food in this korean place nice um,
2: uh, special shout out to burger tex in austin i don't know if y'all have ever been to burger tex but it's like an american a uh, Korean fusion place where where mm. they make like Korean inspired uh like burgers, and they have like a, a chopped Kobe beef uh, uh sandwich. Uh, man, Burger Tex is really great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never I've never had it before, but uh, I, I highly mm. recommend it. So yeah, uh, Korean barbecue. Yeah, mm, mm-hmm. I'm all about it. Mm.
0: So thank you, Getcho, for your question. Yeah, thanks. Let me see here. Uh, Another friend of the show, Mags, all pods, hey. at, at DEJ Kirkby. How's it going, Mags? Hey, buddy. Mags has a couple of things going on here, and it actually resulted in a giant thread being made, <laughs> uh, which uh, is, is of no shock here. Mags has very particular opinions yes uh, was the other person in that thread josh uh n- no oh, uh, surprising yeah no there, there's actually quite a few people here that jumped right in on. on this thread um so uh without further ado mags uh says my cold take i'm the best chef on wrestling twitter that's actually a very hot take mags because um, there, there's a lot of competition Tanner. Um, I'm 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 a very good cook. You're a very good cook. I, I won't even lie. Mm-hmm. I've got a particular set of skills. <laughs> um, let's see here. There's also this created a thread here. Everything uh pro wrestling uh, at EPW show on Twitter, our friend Conrad. Mm. He also wrote in Chef PQ at Big Paws on a pup may challenge you to a cook off. I will be an impartial food sampler, the BBR squad can cook. Photo courtesy of at Omega Luke. Um yes. <laughs> Big paws on the pup. Our friend JPQ, uh, he was uh, chef PQ at one point. great looking, great looking photos here of mm. uh, of uh, our friend uh, JPQ. Big paws on the pup. Um, you know, with his chef's hat on, beautiful. awesome sunglasses, beautiful. Uh, yeah, you know JPQ can cook. Mm. Uh, also, uh, shout out to uh, the queen of N.E. Mm. The queen, you know she, she can she can slay. She yeah, can yeah. slay at cooking. Right on. So
2: see, like I, I, I can cook. Mm. I just don't normally. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's um I mean there's there I think if we did do an all BBR squad contest for cooking, yeah. That would be intense. I'm not gonna lie. That would be very be real intense. Real competitive. Very competitive. Because yeah. I think we're all very competitive people. Exactly. Uh sounds like fun though. Trying to be impartial here? I favor me, but I bet just, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I like my chances. Um, Mags has a couple of other ones here. Hot take: I don't want Bronn or the Fiend as champion. Agreed. That's the, that's they, a rather cold take. They, yeah, the, I think you switched these here. Mm-hmm. Your your hot take is cold, and your cold takes hot. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I mean, look, I I, I don't think either of them are good champions. I think they're both would be lousy champions. Yeah. Uh, Especially The Fiend twice. Yeah. And then, you know, Braun, he has proved rather flat as a champion. Very. (sighs) You almost wish Goldberg was champion again. (laughs) Man, was that the
2: golden days? Yeah. What happened? happened? (laughs) (laughs) Pre-COVID Goldberg championship reign. Mm. Whoa did know we'd ever look fondly on these days. Yeah. Well, right. I mean,
0: in, in, a, in a very realistic manner, Goldberg at least had fans in the stands during his championship True. reign, and Braun has had literally perhaps no fans. Yeah. Man. M- more like paid actors in Man. the stands. 2020's been a ride. <laughs> <laughs> he also completes the trifecta of takes here with a question. What speed do you listen to your podcasts at? Regular speed, normal speed. Yeah, I, I like to actually hear what other people have to say. Yeah, uh, like <laughs> uh, Mags listens to them at th- at three times speed, mm. which
2: is uh, insane. Is that, is that a real thing? Yeah, it's it's a it's a real wow. thing. More power to you, Mags. But. Uh... Wow. Yeah. Um, I but, don't think I could even comprehend the English language at three times speed. No, I, I
0: couldn't either. Goodness. Um, that, that would be very difficult to do. So props to Mags for even attempting that. Dude, he saves a bunch of time, though. Yeah. Like, that's, that's he, so much time he, saved. He can burn through all those those shows. And yeah. I mean, with us doing these five shows this week, I mean, I'm sure he's going to have a hell of a time. Yeah. I, <laughs> I wonder if our jokes are going to land at three times speed. I, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see, man. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, now, bonus... Steven,
2: bonus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. You're welcome. Uh, bonus here on our way to see the Wrestle Circus show. Stephen and I did replay one of our episodes at half speed, and it reminded me so much of the years of sixteen to twenty two in my life, um, just because of how comedic and how stonerish it came off as. Yeah. So that's the there, hardest I've laughed in a while. There you go. Yeah. Like, some of the things that we said sounded like they were just out of sure amazement. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: what? That's crazy. That's crazy, <laughs> man.
2: Oh, man, that was a good time. I forgot about that. That
0: was a good time. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, thank you, Mags, at Kirkby yeah. for your question. Yeah, it took us down memory lane a little bit, a too. A little, little bit. A nice. little bit. I liked it. Oh. I liked it a lot. Uh, Another friend of the show, uh, Josh Robinson at Josh Robinson 00. How's it going, Josh? How's it going? Uh, Josh says, cats are better than dogs. False. (laughs) Just Steven, straight up false. (laughs) It's not a thing.
2: No, I I mean, it's subjective, 100%. Uh, I mean, I'm a dog person personally, but I do like cats a lot too. Yeah. I mean,. I like I like I like dogs slightly more, but yeah. that's because I've had more dogs than
0: cats in my life. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was a baby, my my parents had a cat who ran away soon after I was born. Mm. So there's that. Um, but we have had dogs in our family for quite some time. Yeah, uh, I like I like dogs. Um,
2: cats cats are cool too. I like a good cat. Um, See the the thing with cats is like, I like my cat. Yeah. And then, it's not that I don't like other people's cats. It's that other people's cats don't like me. Yeah. And so, I like how social dogs are. You know, you can, take them, you can take them out for a walk, and they can just... They can go up to a random stranger and be like, Hey, what the hell's going on with you? Hey, buddy. How you doing? You know? Whereas cats, they'll be like, Okay, I'm gonna either run away from this, or I'm gonna attack you. Right. You know? And so, I, I don't have a problem with cats, necessarily. It's that other people's cats seem to have a problem with me. Mm. Um, Like, I... I uh, in the house that me and my roommates all live in, we have three dogs and a cat. So like, I, I like dogs, I like cats. Um, I specifically like our cat. I would I would love other people's cats if they would love me, but hmm.
0: mm-hmm.
2: it is what it is, you know. It is what it they're, is. They're they're a different breed. I'm not blaming them for
0: mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, I think I think we covered that very thoroughly here, Josh. So.
2: Yeah, cots, uh,
0: cots, cots, cots and dats, cots and. Wait, cots D- and dags. 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 There it is. Cots and dags. hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. About even. <laughs> um. Jesus. <laughs> so, thank you, Josh, for your question. Or, rather, your hot take. Yep. Um, let me see here. Another friend of the show, Everything Pro Wrestling, at EPW Show on Twitter, our friend Conrad. How's it going, Conrad? How you doing? Hey, buddy. Hey. Uh, so, Conrad is asking... Um, let me see. What are your excitement? Um, how have your levels of excitement changed for Slam Slammiversary, I- Impact uh, anniversary Um, I-, I think this is in the wake of, like, uh, Michael Elgin, uh, being terminated from Impact and Tessa Blanchard now mm-hmm. being terminated from Impact. Um, how have they changed?
1: Um,
0: they've changed a bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, they're kind of on the, I I, I don't know, I don't know how to say it. I mean, a lot of things are up in the air, obviously. Um, We'll see how things go. I'm sure they're going to even out the ship here. Again, we're we're actually recording this episode in advance, so who knows what that's going to look like, you know, the next time around, Mm -hmm. um, you know, as things develop. But um, that said, I I still think that Impact is quality enough to still be able to make a difference.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. We'll see how that goes. Um, I mean, it really um, just comes down to, you know, riding the ship uh, a- yes. after something like that. You know, uh, I don't know. I, like you said, I, I'm sure they'll be fine. Yes. I, I'm sure they'll be fine.
0: Um, he also adds, how do you feel about Korean barbecue? Yeah, I think we, we answered oh, that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, good. Thumbs up. The four thumbs up here between mm-hmm. Steve and I. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Very tasty. Mm. Um, mm, mm. Literally. Mm. <laughs> And then uh, last but not least, AEW Fighter Fest. Any cha- title changes you guys feel need to happen? Hmm. Steven, do you see any title changes that need to happen at Fighter Fest?
2: Hmm. Not really. No. I-, I mean,
0: I don't think we've come across the right team yet that can beat page and right. hangman like best I, friends I, are great but they're they're not the tag team to do it I don't think just yet mm-hmm. now I could see it happening but I don't think it's just the right team just yet mm-hmm. now I could see I could see FTR beating them yeah. I could definitely see them winning and then that kind of sparks the feud with the young bucks and maybe doing like a very long drawn out lot, you know, a little bit of back and forth with the title between those two teams. I could definitely see that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Cody and um, Jake Hager. I don't see any title changes happening in
2: no, that I, scenario I, either. I, I think Cody and Sheeta both need to, yeah, both need to retain. I, yeah. I mean, they haven't held it for very long. Um, Yeah, I don't see any reason for either of them to drop it, really. Right, right. And and then, uh, I think, again, as of the time of
0: us recording this here, things are still up in the air regarding Moxley and his situation. I don't think we're going to have a title match there. But fingers crossed, if Wishes Were Fishes, Jeff Cobb versus Brian Cage. That'd be killer. Mm, Yeah. Yes. Who knows what'll happen there. Um, So, yeah, I I hope that answers your question, Conrad. And thank you uh, for your questions, uh, uh that you submit to us on twitter yes thank you thank you sir uh let's see here da, 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 da. we've got we've got quite a few um hmm. Hmm. hmm um here's one uh justin Poxic writes to us at Poxic justin on twitter how's it going justin hey justin um, let me see here. Justin asks, what's your favorite M-rated game? Ooh, Ooh that's a good question. V- very timely, particularly because of the debut of the Rogue and the Ranger podcast on tomorrow's show. Yeah. Steven's the Rogue. I'm the Ranger.
2: Yes, indeed. Mm, indeed. Man, that's a great question. Favorite oh, M-rated man. game.
0: Um, So for me, I mean, I don't play nearly as many video games as Steven does. Um, but when I get into a video game, I really get into it. So it it would have to probably be it would probably have to be either GTA 5 or uh Red Dead 2. Shout out Rockstar. Uh it, what was the newest Red Dead? That was Red Dead Redemption, Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah um yeah that that game was great that game is phenomenal um yeah, it's honestly ha- hard to beat that um L- uh, shout out here Skyrim Skyrim was pretty good for a Skyrim while was great yeah. um and then I've been watching my wife play uh the Witcher 3 recently um mm-hmm. uh, and she's been really enjoying that game very frustrated <laughs> but she's been really much enjoying that game a lot too so I might have to I might have to get my paws wet on that game too what the the Witcher. The Witcher. Oh, that's a great game too. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Steven's list is probably far longer than mine. Well, it, it's just kind of hard. Uh, I, I mean, for me, I guess it would be Borderlands Two. That that would probably be my favorite M-rated Ooh, game. Yeah, that's a really really good one. Um, Fable Two. Uh, real deep cut, slightly older game, but uh, I mean, not really. It was it was like early three sixty when it came out. Um. Yeah, Fable Two is definitely up there as well. Uh, I'm gonna go with Borderlands two. Borderlands two for now. Yeah. Borderlands two. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite games ever. I love Borderlands. Hmm. Yes. Indeed. Maybe we'll maybe we'll talk about it someday. And the slight disappointment that Borderlands three was. <laughs> I thought you liked that game. I said slight. I said slight. hmm It was a good game, but it was slightly disappointing. Hmm. hmm so interesting. Anyways.
0: Anyway. <laughs> um, well thank you, uh, Justin, yeah, for your thanks, question. Man. Yeah. yeah. Very, very thought provoking on Steven's part. Here. Yeah. Dude, I love that <laughs> question. That was good. Uh our friend Nick, uh, at Nick underscore that guy four one one. Uh Nick asks, How would you rate Cody's booking on AEW and who is to be lauded or blamed? Um Hmm. I mean, that's a very complicated question because uh, I think AEW's done a lot of good and it does seem to be like, I know that maybe the four of them, Cody, um, you know, obviously uh, uh, Omega uh, and the Young Bucks, they probably all have a little bit of a hand in like the creative direction of things and probably also Jericho to a pretty big extent too.
2: I would think, b- yeah. Based
0: on his experience and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they all really deserve to be lauded, right? And I think a lot of the wrestlers too have a pretty good. I guess they're able to share a lot of where they have their direction going for too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it, I think I think all of them really deserve to be lauded for for kind of what's going on there.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, with, with Cody specifically, I mean, it it depends on how far you want to go back. I, I mean, ever since the the up to and including the TNT championship match. Uh great in terms of his booking. Yeah. Um if you want to go all the way back to like the beginning of AEW, uh kind of weird ju- just because they had him in in these like two different roles uh, of where he he is the underdog, but then he's also like part owner of the company and so he's like trying to put on this this like uh, I don't want to say facade, but but like putting on this facade of like I'm an underdog and I have to I have to really work for I'm for the what hero. I have. But then but then also like next week he'll be like oh, I'll do whatever I want because I'm the blah 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 and, <laughs> <it's, laughs> and it's <laughs> and it's blah 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 and. And that goes hand-in-hand hand with like the, the interviews that they were having before AEW, where they were like, oh, we're going to do this and this and this, and it, we're not going to talk about WWE, and we're going to do our own thing. It's going to be great. But then at Double or Nothing, they did the whole throne-breaking thing. So, <laughs> Cody's Cody's been kind of flip-flopped. Um, yeah. I, I don't 100% know exactly what they're trying to tell me with Cody.
0: Um, Cody's matches sometimes are back and forth or, or, or like um, to an extent, maybe even over. Oh, sorry, goodness, Steven. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Cody's matches sometimes come across as very overbooked. And I think yeah. that's because of the lessons learned from his father who did tend to overbook matches as well. Right. Um, for what it's worth. I mean, some people like it, some people don't. It's, it's whatever. Um, but I think as a, as a, as a whole in the, grand view of things the the big picture i think AEW's done a very very good job absolutely yeah yeah you can't go wrong Mm -hmm. they've listened to feedback they've
2: taken it seriously and
0: they've really made a
2: mark where they can Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, I, i mean nobody's nobody's perfect you know, and, and there's no wrestling promotion out there that that's going to be perfect in, in every aspect. But but like you said, like they're they're making strides, they're improving, they're listening to fans, which is one of the the biggest things that I think that they have going for them. And one of the biggest reasons why I think AEW is as successful as it is right now is because it's not just hey, here's the thing we want to show you. It's like hey, did you like that? Mm-hmm. What didn't you like about that? Mm-hmm. All right, we'll take that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Like I bring this up all the time, but but Brandy with with the Nightmare Collective thing, everyone like (laughs) everyone just came together and was like, "We don't like that," and they were like, "Okay, that's fine. We tried." Yeah, and and then they just got rid of it. So, yeah, absolutely. I think we I
0: think we've definitely given you a lot of opinions here. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Nick, for your question. Yeah, Uh, Matt G, aka Mathis Black of Rise Pro. At illustrious MG40 on Twitter, uh, he says hat uh, big paws on a pup. Of course, JPQ mm. has a poster of Juice Robinson in his room, and he falls asleep every night looking at it. Uh, to which JPQ replied, "It's a nightlight because he shines so bright." Mm. Stephen, mm. what what do you make of this Juice Robinson uh, l- nightlight poster? I mean, that
2: that's really it's really like something I didn't know I needed. <laughs> like, but, it's like something that you didn't know that you needed to know yeah. no no that like like i need that now oh you feel I, like you i need also this. want a juice robinson nightlight poster mm. Mm. interesting yeah
0: i mean why not he does shine bright he he does mm-hmm. <laughs> he he does shine bright mm. uh maybe maybe jpq's on to something here perhaps so he typically is yeah the, the man's got insights that are um uh, unmatched in most areas of the wrestling community that's true um, you know, hashtag watch stardom. Hashtag watch stardom. And, and mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Uh, so, thank you, Matt, for your question yeah. <laughs> or statement. Statement <laughs> or thinly veiled attack at JPQ. <laughs> I don't know.
2: It's interesting.
0: <laughs> um, let me see here. Well, thank you, thank you both, really, for participating. Um, let me see here. Our friends at United by Wrestling podcast at UTD by Wrestling on Twitter. What has been your favorite match of the New Japan Cup so far, Hmm. Mm. Steven, Favorite match of the New Japan Cup? What do mm. you think here? Hmm. I mean, I'm going. I'm personally going with Shingo Takagi versus Show, and probably close behind it, I That's would say. One. I would say Zack Sabre Jr. versus Kota Ibushi, mm-hmm. personally. Uh, but there it's has definitely been a good, bigger match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a bigger match. I would say, mm-hmm.
2: but both are good for sure. Yeah, Zack Saber Junior. Though you think? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, really, any chance that that I get to see Zack Saber Junior. I'm going to jump at it. It's a you know, it's, it really is a special treat. Zack really. Saber Junior.
0: is really a special guy mm-hmm. in, in in that ring. Yeah, I think so. Uh, thank you, uh, United by Wrestling, for your question. Gracias. <laughs> yes, gracias indeed. See. Si. Um, let me see here. Uh, DBW Podcast at DBW Podcast on Twitter. Uh, he has quite a few different feelings. So thank you, Damian, here for submitting these. Here, uh, AEW and WWE aren't essential. That that that's correct. Yeah, that, I mean, I agree. I mean, but in a in a legal sense, I guess they kind of skirted things and became essential. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I, I can't per, say... per the state of Florida, I don't disagree right uh, with you here in that they aren't essential. I, I would say that they are not essential.
2: I, um, I I will say, or, or, take this how you will. I'm I'm glad that they're still around. Uh, I'm glad that they're still able to do things throughout this. But I'm glad AEW still around. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yes, I, I mean I agree. Wrestling is not essential. No, mm-hmm. no, absolutely not. I am 100% happier that New Japan is back, though. Yes, indeed. New uh, Japan's essential.
0: Uh, Damien at DBW Podcast. Uh, on Twitter, also goes on to say that Tessa Blanchard is like Austin Aries, um, you know, uh, just as problematic. Uh, thank Bleep uh, <laughs> that that piece of human Bleep is gone now. Blacklist her from every single promotion. Very strong thoughts here from Damien regarding yeah. Tessa Blanchard. Yeah. Um,. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I mean, I've met Tessa Blanchard briefly um, during a, a pre-event. I, that was the, at the rat, last ever Wrestle Circus show. Mm. Uh, she came across as pretty cool, um, yeah. personally. But I, I that was before a lot of things came to light about her. Um, it, it was also very briefly. Yes. Let's
2: let's reiterate again. That.
0: I wasn't hanging out with her for like half an hour right. or an hour and like talking the talking the business. Mm-hmm um talking about wrestling. I was just like, hey, can I have, you know, can you want to take a picture? Can I buy your shirt, whatever, right, right? Right. Um uh so, yeah. I mean, it's it's interesting. Tessa Blanchard, yes, she's very um she reminds me in a lot of ways of like Will Ospreay where she's she's super talented. But, yes, sometimes she puts her foot in her mouth and doesn't say or do the right things. Will has obviously gone a long way in growing up and taking ownership of a lot of that here. Tessa, on the other hand, has not. Um, So, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, I hope that Tessa does, I guess, do some quote-unquote growing up a bit and uh, kind of figuring these kind of things out. Right. Uh, she is uh, somewhat problematic in that regard. Um, but, uh, you know, if, if she can get that aspect of her life together, um, you know, I, again, I I am one who truly believes in a path of redemption and somebody who's able to own up to their mistakes, move on with their lives, and try to contribute uh, positively to society. Um I would hope that Tessa
2: could be one of those people yeah I mean I mean absolutely people change you know like a lot of people say people don't change but one hundred percent people change and uh I, I don't know Ho- hopefully Tessa is able to get you know I don't, I don't know like you said do do some growing up uh get get that aspect of her life back in control and then and then yeah may, maybe have a path to redemption because uh, you know everyone deserves forgiveness to a certain degree um depending on what it is obviously but yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, so, thank you. We appreciate your questions, Damien at DBW
0: Podcast on Twitter. Yes, thank you. Uh, Get Cho Comedy Wrestling Podcast returns uh, to to ask another round of questions. Uh, or or rather, hot takes. I think it's a little bit of both. Mm. So at Get Show Podcast on Twitter, wrestling related here. Jr's commentary on the Luchasaurus versus Wardlow match was the best I've heard from him in a while. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Jr's been getting better. I think he had a rough and bumpy kind of start. Uh, to, I, I, to, I, yeah, you know, to AEW life, but he's adjusted very very well since Tony Schiavone came into the picture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, <laughs> and uh,
2: I mean with, with Jr, it wasn't that he was like. Bad necessarily. It it just wasn't really meshing uh, very well. You know, like he he wasn't bad. He so he wasn't Michael Cole. This is going to
0: sound very ageist of me, and I have I I, in no way, shape, or form mean for it to come across like I'm demeaning him for saying this. Right. When Jr. was on commentary with just Excalibur and insert other commentator here, Mm -hmm. you know. He always came across as the older, wiser kind of guy, like a guy right. from another generation. and He would make these kind of um, references that may or may not always connect with the fans. Mm-hmm. But then Tony Schiavone came uh, came into the uh, into the commentary team and really kind of rounded things out for Jr. and He had somebody to kind of bounce off of and kind of do a little bit of back and forth. Whereas like him and Excalibur, they they can interact, but him and Excalibur are coming from a very different
2: generation of commentary.
0: Right. Um, well,
2: well there are two different styles of commentary yeah. too. Like uh JR uses what's happening in the ring to to like get points across and, and to like uh explain storylines and explain character and, yeah. and things like that. Whereas Excalibur's very much a play-by-play guy. Yeah. He he's like dropkick, yeah. buckle bomb. You Ex- know what I mean? Exactly.
0: Like, no, I 100% agree with you. Like mm-hmm. like Tony Schiavone and and Jr. kind of make this storytelling kind of segment of the commentary team where they can tell the stories and and Tony can bring in his two cents and then he also d- goes and does the the interviewing. Him mm-hmm. and Jr. bounce off of each other. Jr. does a lot of the the big storytelling parts of the match and kind of give points, gives gets those points across. And then Excalibur, like you said, totally play by play guy. Mm-hmm. Um, which that that style works really really well. Uh, WWE doesn't have uh, like a hope in the world against that commentary team. I think no. it's the it's probably
2: honestly the best commentary team in wrestling right now. I, w- I would agree with that absolutely. I, I mean it, it just took them some time to to really like find out what they were going for and, and what everyone's job is you know on that team. Mm. But man, they uh, like you said. I mean probably the best commentary team in wrestling right now. They they mesh so so well together. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, non-wrestling uh, uh, take here from Get Show
0: Podcast. Mm-hmm. Trader Joe's has better Chinese food than 51% of Chinese restaurants in the U.S.
2: Hashtag take my Asian card. Okay. Um, uh, well, let me say this. Yeah. Uh, I've never been to Trader Joe's. Yes. Uh, so Full disclosure, I,
0: that makes two of us. So
2: I've never been to Trader Joe's. Yeah. I, I can't tell you if that's true or not. I will say this, though. Yeah. Probably I, over half of Chinese food restaurants are not good. I yeah, I would I would say so. I I think I think that
0: uh, I think that would probably be true. Um, I mean, most of them. It's not that they're not necessarily good, but it's it's very um mediocre in some respects. Yeah, it's just
2: it's just like bland and like not mm-hmm. exciting. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm.
0: I, I would agree. Know. I would agree. Um, but with that being said, I do hear Trader Joe's has great coffee
2: i see mm. uh, I, d- I do, do hear I about that i don't drink coffee we'll see there you go it makes me poo do,
0: do we uh, yes i remember i mm-hmm. remember <laughs> this this conversation mm-hmm. uh i don't even know if we have a trader joe's around here i don't i don't know if we do or not i don't know I don't okay. actually
2: have to look into that yeah. Hmm. yeah i mean i can't think of one off the top of my head no yeah, fair
0: enough uh well thank you get show for your takes uh, noob & Co on Twitter at noob underscore n underscore co nineteen ninety one hot take the raw women's division does need some new stars
2: yes I mean the the women's division in WWE has needed new stars for a while mm-hmm. in my opinion
0: they, they they did put all their eggs in the Becky Lynch basket uh, which isn't a terrible oh, that, thing Becky Lynch right. is a, like she's a great face to have of the company. Um, but of course, she you know she got pregnant. She's mm-hmm. she's you know she's making a family with her and uh, the Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. Um. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Yeah. Uh, uh, so
2: like, yeah, uh, like you said, they they kind of put all their eggs in the Becky Lynch basket, and yeah. I, I it's, it's caused a void. Exactly. It, yeah. I, I can't blame them for that because Becky Lynch is awesome, like a hundred percent. But. Now she she's going off and starting a family, which, obviously, more power to her. Uh, but on yeah. the WWE business side of things, yeah, that leaves a void. Yeah. You know, th- this is what happens when you put all your eggs in one basket. That basket leaves, and then now you got to find a new place to put your eggs, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you've got Asuka. Asuka's good. Asuka's
0: great, yeah. Uh, I-, I think Shayna Baszler has potential. Nia Jax has no potential at all. Nope. Um, in fact, Nia Jax needs to find a new career. I think. Um, let me see here. I mean, there, there there are candidates, and I think that the. Um, I mean, look, you brought up Bianca Belair to to Raw. Mm-hmm. Use her more frequently. Mm-hmm. Bianca is fantastic. Bianca is great. Yeah, um, I I could see a great feud with her um and 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 Oscar Asuka potentially Asuka's already embroiled in a feud with Sasha Banks mm-hmm. so that'll be spicy um yeah i'm, I'm excited uh, i mean they they I mean,
2: definitely have the pieces there you know what i mean like it, it's not it, they don't have to do anything drastic they they just have to really bolster the talent that they have and the tools that they have at their disposal you know um like like you said, Bianca Belair. Use her, man. Bianca's great. Oh. A little
0: bit of breaking news here at the time of our recording. Oh, snap. Uh, Sasha Banks versus Io Shirai has been added to NXT Great American Bash. Damn. That is a big, big match. Damn. Yeah, I'll take that. That's a great match. That is awesome. Yep. Io Shirai, another person that can really be used on Raw. Mm. Kyrie Sane. I mean, she's recovering, obviously. Um, I, Raw has talent. Yeah, they just have an idiot for a director right. and uh, and a guy who needs Yesman in his life as a CEO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how well I put. feel. Well put. Um, let me see here. Unpopular opinion: Sasha Banks and Bailey are the worst tag team in wrestling because they're obnoxious. Um,
2: I mean Sasha Banks and Bailey separate. Are, are well, okay. Bailey separate is fine, Sasha Banks separate is fantastic. The two of them together is completely not believable, annoying as hell, <laughs> and yeah, I agree with you. It's obnoxious. Now, they're, they're the state, like, of- oh my god, we're such good friends, and then the commentator has to ask them every single time, oh, is this victory gonna put a rift in your relationship? I don't know. Did it the first seven times you asked me that?
0: Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, but but I mean, here's the thing. Uh, uh, being obnoxious is just kind of a WWE thing in, in, in a lot of characters, right? Like like But the, that's not a pass though. Like no offense to Josh, the Iconics are far more obnoxious tag team. Uh, but it, it's it comes across as ironic and fun.
2: It's a different it, type it, of obnoxious it, though. And
0: they're really not any better of a tag team than Sasha Banks and Bailey. So maybe that's my hot take this week. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I mean, they're not they're not the worst tag team. I mean, look, there's there's still the Forgotten Sons. True. And, and, and I mean, look, Sasha Banks and Bailey are far more entertaining than the Forgotten Sons. Man, I forgot about them. Yeah. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> like literally. <laughs> the gimmick's working. Yeah. <laughs> Newbin yeah. Co. also has a question. Will we see more WWE superstars take a leave of absence due to the COVID crisis? Yes. Well, yes, automatically, absolutely, because a lot of them reportedly, you know, almost two dozen or more have reported positive. So that yeah. means there's going to be fewer people on the show. Yeah. Just, just and, in regards to that.
2: And, and I also think we're going to see a lot more Roman Reigns and a lot more Sami Zayn's coming out in, in the next few weeks. 100%. People who are just staying at home. Who are just staying at home. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Because of
0: WWE's unfortunate handling of the whole situation. I mean, let's let's call yeah. it
2: like it is. Negligence.
0: Yeah. Negligence. I, I would say probably bordering criminal negligence. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. Um,
0: I think that and you know, again, hot take, I think that uh, if enough people like Renee Young and John Moxley went forward and sought legal counsel to this and maybe even more people, maybe all these people who've tested positive, if they went forward and found legal counsel and brought this to WWE's doorstep and said, look, you were criminally negligent, Kevin Dunn. You were criminally negligent, Vince McMahon. I think you would have a really big problem at WWE's doorstep. And that would definitely be a call for them to shut things down, at least temporarily.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I agree. And, and, And to be perfectly honest, I don't think I would miss it. I think I would miss it for maybe a day, and then when they came back, maybe they can try and do something bigger and better. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Possibly. Uh, so, thank you. We sincerely appreciate uh, your question and takes here, Noob Co. Yes, thank you. Benji, at Benji Calavera on Twitter. Uh, it's spelled with B-E-N-J-I. Mm. Mm. What's up, Benji? How's it going, Benji? I like that name. That's a cool name. Yeah, absolutely. Benji says, hot take. Got to put age limit on when people can start training, uh, can start pro wrestling training. At least 18, and unless you live on your own, you still need a parent to come with you at all times until you turn 21. There needs to be a system of accountability and safety. It only makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say fully, um legally here in the U S you have to be at least 18 years of age. I think that does have to be a requirement as far as like being like living on your own and like having a parent come to you, like to this training school with you and everything. Um, I mean,
2: that's a little much, that's hard to
0: say because like
2: at, at the age of 18, you're considered a le- legally an adult. Yeah. I mean, you can vote um, and join the military at 18. I yeah. Mean, I, I, at, at 18, you shouldn't need your parent for anything really. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult.
0: Um, it's, it's really difficult to, 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 to say anything beyond, hey, you have to be 18. But, see, I think that, that was a big problem with a lot of like places in England specifically, and that's why you started like getting the UK speaking out movement. That part started first because of all these cases of people who were under the age who were attending shows or attending wrestling schools who were under 18 and then were being taken advantage of by adults, I now, see, now, see. generally speaking, again, they have different laws and cultural differences that allow for that to happen. Um, and I'm not saying that's right, I'm not saying that's wrong. That's just how that's just how they they live, right? Mm-hmm. It's definitely a different view than how we live here in America. However, with that being said, I do think that there does need to be some regulations in regards to that. There, this is a very much an unregulated uh, segment of society. The, the wrestling industry is very much unregulated, and perhaps this whole sports entertainment, you know, thing that Vince McMahon's like eh, sports entertainment, is skirting the laws that there should be applied for protections for people, so they're not victims of abuse like what's been going on recently. Yeah, so. Yes, I agree with there being um, more regulations to this regard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of hard to say that, um, you know, with with it being business and the free market economy and whatever, whatever. Um, but yes, regulations do need to be made in the wrestling industry, bar none. Like this is definitely a wake up call for sure. Uh, so thank you, Benji, for your question, or thank you. rather, hot take. S- yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our friend Anthony at Wagons and Warpaths on Twitter at wagons underscore warpaths. Rick Flair is an overrated wrestler. If you've seen one Flair match, you've seen 95% of all of his matches. Damn. Hmm. That is a hot take. That is
2: a very hot take. That's
0: a very hot take. Um I don't disagree with you, Anthony. However, I think that we have to remember that. 30, 40, 50 years ago, during Ric Flair's prime time, matches weren't nearly like televised nationwide like they are now. So, like, when the 90s came around and Ric Flair was like, he would have these televised, televised matches week in, week out with Hogan and Savage and all these people. Um, yeah, it did come, it did become repetitive. It did become like more of the same all the time. But, um, in the 70s and 80s, uh, it wasn't really that way because he was touring around everywhere. Right. He would go into the towns and it was a spectacle to see what Ric Flair would do. It was a spectacle to see Ric Flair versus Ricky Steamboat. It was a spectacle to see him and Dusty Rhodes and Terry Funk and these kind of things. So Ric Flair does bring out a little bit of everything. Um, He is a great wrestler. Um, Is he overrated? Uh... I don't think so. He's just he's an icon, man. I got I got to disagree. Rick Rick Flair I think is properly rated. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I mean, I would. agree.
0: He's definitely not underrated. Right. Um, he's definitely properly rated at this
2: point. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, I would agree. I, I got nothing nothing but love for Rick Flair. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like seeing him much much after his prime in, in my childhood. I mean, I loved him even then. You know like in evolution and, and everything like that. Like I loved him there too. So yeah, Ric Flair's an icon.
0: Evolution is a mystery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate your question, Anthony at wagons underscore Warpath on Twitter. Thank you. Thank you for your question. Wilf at shut up. Wilf on Twitter. Uh, given it is 96 degrees Fahrenheit in Texas. Every take is a hot take.
2: I mean you're, in, you're in, not in, wrong in, indeed.
0: <laughs> you're not wrong at all. In, indeed, every take is a hot take in yeah, Texas. Yeah. No matter who you are. It is spicy here in the summertime. It is. Um so yeah. You, you you guys stay nice and chilly up there wherever everybody else is. Yeah. We'll be burning here in hell in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Um yes, indeed. Man, and, and I have to wear uh I have to wear two shirts at work now. I wear an undershirt and, like, a reflective, like, uh, neon orange shirt. Ah. And uh, those are supposed to be breathable.
0: Yeah.
2: I bet They're, not. They
0: are not. <laughs> Man. It's rough. Um, let me see here. Uh, so, thank you, Wilf, for perhaps the hottest of takes. Because every take in Texas is a hot take. Honestly. Uh, RIP Rambling Rabbit. Parentheses again. <laughs> At Lizard of the Dead. Nice. They say there should be even more supernatural stuff in wrestling. Hmm. Steven, what do you think about this? Uh, Because uh, Extreme Rules, as we previously noted on an earlier episode of Listener Appreciation Week here, it is the horror show now. Right. I think that that would have been the quote-unquote Wednesday show.
2: Yes? Right. Right. (laughs) Quote-unquote. Quote-unquote Wednesday. Um, Yes. Um, I mean, the, the supernatural, supernatural it, it's it's really hard to get that over. Um, I, I'm not saying you can't do it, uh, but mm. look at what happened with the Nightmare Collective. They tried. They really tried. Yeah, um, the
0: supernatural stuff can be either super hit or super miss. When it does mm. hit, it is big time. Absolutely. When it misses, it's kind of like, oh. oh, well, that was hokey. Right. A little bit strange. Right. Now, now if there was like a paranormal wrestling show, like ghosts and werewolves and vampires and And the Yeti, and the yeti. <laughs> I think that might be something worth looking into. Just, just do like <laughs> surprisingly. Do, do
2: like a Halloween AEW where where everyone's like dressed up. Mm, I'd be down. Well, they did that. Like they did like the Rick and Morty stuff for like the best mean, friends. Yeah, but it wasn't like like done all the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Perhaps. I don't know. We'll see.
0: Hmm. Paranormal stuff.
2: Yeah. I mean,
0: it's... Loch Ness Monster. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that, Big, that stuff's Bigfoot. just... It's just really hard to get over. Like you said, when it does get over, it's really special. But good luck <laughs> is, is all I'm saying. You know? I definitely like it, but it, it's hard. It's hard to do. It is. You know? I, I think it is very hard to do.
0: But it would be interesting. If, yeah. if, if executed correctly, I would certainly agree with you, mm-hmm. RIP Rambling Rabbit. So yes. thank you for your question. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. Armbar Audio BLM at Armbar Audio uh, states: Sammy Guevara's situation was blown out of proportion. Mm.
2: Um, I, I okay. So I definitely disagree that he like he doesn't belong in that conversation because I definitely think that his situation is similar to this Speaking Out movement. Yeah. However, uh, I don't think... It, it is similar. It is it's, not the same. It's 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 different levels, yes. right? I think we discussed this
0: previously on the wrestling mm-hmm. uh, episode on Monday. Our, our quote-unquote Monday show. Quote-unquote Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, him and Will Ospreay seemed for me to be in a different camp where matters are a little bit more complicated. Right. Um, now, did... Did Sammy Guevara use what I called, quote-unquote, bad language? Uh, Yes. I mean, he spoke improperly. He Mm -hmm. used um, a a terrible word Mm -hmm. uh, to describe what he was actually trying to convey
2: right um and, and, and he he mentioned in his uh, like his apology uh well all of his different apologies that y- mm-hmm. you know he was much younger at the time he's young now yeah so he's still it, very young uh, yeah. yeah and uh you know he was very young at the time and and used it as, as like a shock value thing which a lot of young people are are known to do yeah There's this Sh- kind of shock shock value shock,
0: value, um, shock comedy ironic. Like, Comedy culture, right? Black comedy. Right. And, uh, and dark comedy. Yeah.
2: Right. Um, and and there there's there's nothing wrong with that inherently yeah. dark comedy. But it, it has to be the right setting. And and there's also things where there is uh, a line that you can easily exactly, cross. Exactly. Like yeah. you, you can't just say whatever you want and be like, oh, it's dark comedy. It's okay. It's like, no, there is a line. Yeah. There one hundred percent is a line. Yeah. No, exactly.
0: Like like if um look, if um this is probably I mean, it's a decent example, but like if somebody found out that let's say Joe Biden said that about Elizabeth Warren for whatever reason, it would be it would go down terribly. Yes. It would absolutely. go down terribly. Yeah. Um that would be the end of his political career. Mm-hmm. Now that said, I don't think that Sammy Guevara deserves to have his life threatened or his house burned down, as I've seen in tweets from uh, from various people. I think that you cannot go to that next level of trying to clout, you know, to to to, to, I guess chase clout and to be virtue signaling to where you're going to say the most extreme kind of thing needs to happen to Sammy Guevara in, in order for. Things to be quote-unquote
2: made right with right like situation. justice to be served like yeah that, that doesn't like, make sense I, and and here's the thing yeah. really he, here's the the big thing for me um i i do think sammy guevara handled it very well yeah yes what he said was vile and, and he absolutely should not have said that but i do think he handled it very well and with your joe biden comparison joe biden's like 76 years old yeah sammy guevara is 23 yeah are are we really to a point where we're not going to let young people say dumb shit. Like, I, I understand, like, he he needs to be... Like, he needs to be held accountable for it. I 100% right. agree with that. But, like, you said dumb shit when you were young. You know? like, yeah. Like... Are we really to a point in a society where every single person has to be 100% perfect at all times? Exactly. That's not fair to anybody.
0: Yeah, 100%. Like, and, and I mean, I'm sure that, you know, I mean, obviously he feels bad now. He's made three very public apologies, um, at, you know, one being with Sasha Banks, another one being openly wrote on Twitter, and another mm-hmm. one where he actually did a video um, but I think I think again, not to beat a dead horse, because uh, we'll we'll need to move on after this. But mm-hmm. he he apologized, and and there needs to be a path of redemption. There needs to be apology. There needs to be accountability. There needs to be rehabilitation, and there needs to be a way for him to be a, 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 to, to, to redeem himself and to I guess uh, I guess give back to society in a positive way. Right. Like that is the best way for this to all take place. Mm -hmm. And I'm very accepting of that happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, like I said, his situation and Will Ospreay's situation is a lot more complicated than somebody like Joey Ryan, who has come across as somebody who is a, I mean, he's come across as a serial predator and, and sexual abuser. Right. That's very cut and dry. Joe, someone like Joey Ryan, his rehabilitation would need to be like being away from wrestling forever and possibly prison, right? Right. Uh, right. Um. You know, like that needs to happen. Will Osprey told somebody that they shouldn't book somebody because you know that there was they had a bad relationship with a friend of his and they had a bad relationship with his own girlfriend, right? Whether you want to call that blackballing or not, whatever, right? But I don't think it was his intention to be like, I'm going to help a friend who is a sexual predator, right? Right. Or it, a sexual abuser.
2: It, it just comes down to this. like, Will Ospreay and Sammy Guevara's like, worst case scenario of right. what actually happened here is still drastically less than David Starr and Joey Ryan's best case scenario. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, and, and and with that, both
0: Will and Sammy are very very young. Both have been deeply apologetic. Will has openly said that he's been an idiot, uh, and he he's definitely you know had to live with the harsh reality of a lot of the um, the depression that's come with people you know saying stuff about him. And 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 because this story is not new, this story is very very old, and he's right. had to live with this before. Um, and, and and he's he's definitely made that known. Um, He's apologized, same as apologized. This is the path to where things can can get better and that we can start healing in those sections. The more serious allegations that are against guys like David Starr, Velveteen Dream, Joey Ryan, uh, possibly, allegedly, Travis Banks, allegedly, Marty Skrull, allegedly, Ligero, allegedly, um, Matt Riddle, Mm Mm-hmm we need to figure out what's going on there because those seem much more serious absolutely, than complicated situations like Sammy's and Will's. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, so, uh, yes, I-, I think we're in agreement here. I mm-hmm. <laughs> think so. Thank you. Armbar radio for your question. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Kevin killer Miller at Kevin, uh, M I nine, two, two, five, one, eight, one, two on Twitter, man. Good luck logging in, sir. <laughs> Kevin asks, or rather, has some hot takes. Wow. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Uh, First take here, Lance Archer should be TNT champion. Um, Someday. I would definitely say he needs to be there someday. Mm -hmm. I I think that if he was to beat Cody, I think that would be the right move. I think he could be a really good long-term heel TNT champion. Mm Mm-hmm. I do agree. I agree. And but, I w- but I also think that Cody winning it first was the right move. I do too. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. And I would also say that I could also see Archer having a good long-term feud with Moxley. Yeah. Their match at New Japan, uh, Wrestle Kingdom this year was uh, very, very good. Killer. Yeah. It was a really good match. Very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Lance Archer. Big ups on Lance
2: Archer. Mm-hmm. Very talented guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's he's proven himself elsewhere already. Uh, but, man, he's going to be big in AEW as well. Um, Brock Lesnar versus
0: Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania 37. Winner faces WWE champion. So like a number one contenders match at 37. I guess, would they, would they face would they face Drew later on in the night? Oh, I, okay. Um, I see what he's going for. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of, I guess, how that would play out. I guess you could do Brock versus Lashley. Winner faces Drew in the main event. And maybe kick off the show with that. I get where people come from when they say, like, Brock's a legend because of just how much, like, I don't know, how many eyes that he's brought to the business and just, like, who he is historically in wrestling. Bobby Lashley displayed something with Drew McIntyre that was pretty pretty good. Um, Some of the best stuff in his career. He stepped up to the plate in a big way. Absolutely. I think in that match. Mm -hmm. Um, I I just
2: want to see more of Drew versus Bobby, really. (laughs) I mean, honestly, yeah. And, and, and like that would have been so weird to say, like, like four months ago, you know? But, but after seeing that, that match with them, I mean, yeah. I just want more McIntyre Lashley. Like that was such a good match. Mm. One of, I mean, one of the best things WWE's done in a while. Which is weird because, like, I used to hate Lashley. Like, it's crazy. Yes. But uh, no. I I mean, the pairing with with him and MVP, the the attire change and, and just everything they've been doing with Lashley, that they, like they've done a complete 180 on his character, and I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say it's
0: good. Um, and then, uh, Kevin Killer Miller ends his hot takes by saying Sami Zayn should have remained IC champion. Um, I get why they took it away from him. Right, exactly. But, I think that he definitely deserves to have the shot at whoever wins. uh, I mean, whoever has the title, rather, when he comes back.
2: Right. I I didn't like that he had to be stripped from it, but I see why they had to. 100%. You know, it, it sucks, but like, what are they gonna do? Just not have that title on their show for like, you know, the next six months to a year? Mm. I understand why they did it. Yes, it absolutely sucks. Um, but but yeah, I, I think the best way to to get redemption on that would be Sami Zayn going for the title once he does return. Absolutely, and getting getting that the first dibs on that yes. title.
0: Yeah, I mean, if 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 the end game here is Matt Riddle, I'm not big on Matt Riddle beating. Um, AJ Styles under the current clout of things, mm-hmm. um, but maybe Daniel Bryan. If Daniel Bryan yeah. was to have the title by the time Sami Zayn comes back, um, I think that they could have an even more special match than what they had at WrestleMania this year. Yep. Yep, that's my feeling. Yep. Uh, and it would not be a round of hot takes uh, without our friend Mike Charlip at MikeJC821 on Twitter. Heyo. How's it going, Mike? Hey, buddy. Mike asks, uh, "What our favorite Undertaker matches are?" With all the talk of him truly hanging it up, I feel it like it nece- uh, like celebrating him was necessary. Mine are Mania twenty five with HBK, Hell in a Cell with Mankind, and That's... WrestleMania twenty nine with CM Punk, especially me because because uh, I was there. Just to n- t- just to name a few. Yeah, um, I mean the
2: Mankind that. that... That's the hell in a cell. Yeah, I mean that's that's a classic. Uh, that's on everybody's list, I mm-hmm. think. Um, um, i I, I'll, I mean, obviously the
0: twenty five and twenty six matches with Shawn Michaels are awesome. I mean, twenty five is a, practically a perfect match. Twenty six, I really like too because of just the the emotion in it, and I really enjoyed the video package about it being like HBK putting his career on the line. Um, I, I have to include, for me personally, Wrestlemania 14 with him and Kane, uh, because, uh, that was probably the first time I'd ever really watched WWF, uh, on videotape. Um, so, um, big shout out there. Um, what else by The Undertaker? There's just so many great things with him. Him and Stone Cold Steve Austin had great matches too, um, And, yeah, the WrestleMania 29 one with uh, CM Punk was great, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't disagree with those picks. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Good
2: stuff. I'm partial to Buried Alive matches, personally. Well, there you go. So, yeah. Um, Let me see. Him and Kane had a good one. Yeah. Not too long ago. Yeah, not too long
0: ago. Uh, Mike Charlip, uh, yeah, also goes on to say, I'm really tired of Vince quote unquote changing his mind on new talent who need a shot. People like uh Liv, Ruby, Cedric, and Ricochet are being wasted so Vince can waste time on stupid R truth segments that uh, <laughs> that are no longer funny. Um Yeah. I mean that that but that that's kind of Vince, right? Like, you know, if you can make him laugh when you pitch him an idea, it seems like like that's going to be on TV, right? Um, I mean, I could say this as a content creator that if Steven pitched something to me where it made me laugh, and maybe you guys don't think it's funny. I think it might still make the show. <laughs> I think we've we've pitched things that are both good ideas and bad ideas that have still made the show, and, yeah. yet, and, and, and yet maybe maybe they're great, maybe they're not. I don't know. Right? You know, we, let we, us know. We, yeah, <laughs> we we haven't had any feedback on bad bad segments yet. It's true. Um.
2: So yeah, who knows? Um. But but yeah, I, I'm yeah. 100% tired of Vince flip flopping on talent. It, it's, yeah, it's annoying as hell. Like like it's really really annoying, uh, especially the the call ups uh, that that just get like completely tossed aside because then you don't get them at all. You know, you, you don't get them in NXT, and you don't get them on main roster. So it right. just takes them away, and then you're like, okay, I guess they're gone now, well, you and, know?
0: And and Vince, and at the end of the day, he is the most responsible because it is his company. But we also have to point the finger at guys like Bruce Pritchard and Kevin Dunn as well. They don't help the situation. Right. And because they're yes men, they're going to kiss Vince's ass, and it's not a good look uh, at all. And, and no, that, that's not a good look. And that hurts people, yeah. So mm-hmm. there you go. Um, and then last but not least, match, uh, matches you guys are excited for, uh, for Fighter Fest in the next two weeks. I'm very excited about the tag title match, uh, Orange Cassidy versus Jericho and Moxley versus Cage. It's going to be interesting for sure. Cause I don't think they have ever worked mm. well. Um, I, You'll I have to wait I, a little longer. I, I think, think it's going to be a little bit longer. Unfortunately, yeah. Mike, mm-hmm. um, that said, Um, we'll see what happens. Maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't work. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Who knows if, if he's going to be able to make the show. I'm, I'm thinking 95% he does not. Right. However, if he does, then that's great. Um, beyond that match, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the FTR and Young Bucks match, uh, Mm -hmm. against, uh, Butcher and Blade and, uh, uh, was it the the Mexi Bros, the Mexibros, uh, mm. Lucha Bros, or right? Mexi Blows, <laughs> Mexi Bros, Mexi Blows, Lucha th- Bros? You were thinking of Mexi Blood? Me- I was thinking of Mexi Blood. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. But no, that one's Me- going to be good. Mexi yeah. great. I- That's I'm excited <laughs> for the uh, for the tag title match. Yeah, that yeah. match is going to be mm-hmm. dope.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, because I think they're they're all really game for this for this match, right? Orange Cassidy versus Jericho is gonna be great. Too. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. The whole the whole event
2: looks to be very mm, absolutely good. It's mm-hmm. good stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, just on paper, this is gonna be a, a great show or a great set of shows. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we'll have to wait and see. And then, and then, like you said, of course, if Mox does somehow make it to the pay per view, yeah, I'm hundred percent excited for Mox Cage. But we'll see if it happens. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> well that has been another rendition of hot takes indeed. Um, so I appreciate you guys sending in those hot takes. Mm-hmm. This is our our Thursday episode. We've got one more this week, just one more our Friday show. Uh, the Rogue and the Ranger game cast. Yes indeed. yes indeed. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm the Ranger. Steven's the rogue. Hi, hi, Steven. I'm uh, the rogue. We're gonna we're gonna talk about games, video games specifically. Steven's got a lot of wonderful news to give us here. I'm here to listen. <laughs> 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 no, I will be participating very actively. No, of course. You know, I'm just yeah, you know, like the ranger does,
2: taking shots from a distance. Ah. Mm. Ah. Mm-hmm. already we'll with the segues. We haven't even ah. recorded the episode, and you're already in the segues. Just you're so on it, hot.
0: Um, <laughs> um. but yeah uh, again this is Listener Appreciation Week we thank you guys so much for continuing to tune into these episodes we yes. greatly appreciate it don't forget uh, go on Twitter uh, follow us on Twitter at Headlock Talk uh, you, we've got the link uh, there, the pinned tweet for our package giveaway. Again, that is a bottle of Naturally Hemps 30 count CBD gummies. It is excellent stuff. Again, I use it for muscle recovery when I do a post workout. Mm-hmm. I use it for sleep aid. Uh, I've used the tinctures before, and you can find those at NaturallyHemps.com. It is awesome, awesome CBD mm-hmm. uh, for all of your needs. Um, you can also use uh, Naturally Pure your uh, if you need to re-up on some hand sanitizer, great uh, hand sanitizer there at naturallypure.com. Uh, and then if you vape, uh, you know, you can go to americanvaporcompany.com uh, and uh, buy all of your vaping product needs there. Yes, indeed. Uh, for any of those websites, use promo code HLT10 uh, for your, um, uh, I, I guess, for your discount. You get 10% off. hmm It's fantastic. We'll we'll help you guys out. We'll hook you up. That promo code never expires, ladies and gentlemen. So use it to your heart's content. Use it for all of your CBD, vape, and hand sanitizer needs. And then once again, coming soon, Face 19. Graphic designed face masks. We've got a few of them in there, and I think what are we're also throwing in a face mask as part of the
2: bundle as well. Is that right, Stephen? Correct. Yeah, the bundle will be a bottle of thirty count naturally hemp gummies. We have three choices of flavor. You'll be you'll be able to ch- uh, pick your flavor. We have orange, watermelon, and strawberry. I'm partial to the orange personally. Uh, it, it's it's like a really natural orange flavor. Like it has like that tartness from the orange. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll begin one of those thirty count bottles. Mm-hmm. Uh. One bottle of naturally pure hand sanitizer and one face 19 graphic design scarf mask. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 100% sir. Yeah. it's Good stuff. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um,
0: and then, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's just about it. Yeah. Just make sure to follow us on Twitter, like, and retweet our pinned tweet, as well as take a picture showing that you're subscribed to headlock talk for your chance to win our bundle giveaway. Yes. Indeed. Now that's not all. Ladies and gentlemen, scroll up on your page right now. Click that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, be it iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or anywhere else for that matter. Um, that way, so you can stay in tune with all of our Headlock Talk content. We've got again the uh, Tanner and Steven Variety Hour making its debut next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah, that one's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, and then uh Rogan Ranger podcast that that will be debuting on tomorrow's episode for video games and uh, fan and nerd culture in general. Yes. Uh, So good times there. Um, If you are a business, you want to do business with us, hit us up, headlocktalk at gmail.com. Again, that's headlocktalk at gmail.com for business inquiries. Good times. Um, Steven, am I missing anything else? That's everything, man. All right. Yep. Well, we will see you guys again tomorrow for Rogue and Ranger Podcast, or Gamecast, whichever one we're calling it. Gamecast Podcast It's one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we'll see you tomorrow, regardless. Mm -hmm. You guys have yourselves a great rest of the day, and thank you again so much for submitting your hot takes and for tuning in here to Listener Appreciation Week. I'm, of course, the Texas Gentleman Tanner Pruitt, and signing off for today, the one and the only Mr. Steven Grudy. Yeah. Thanks for listening, y'all. Thank you guys so much, and you have yourselves a great rest of the
2: day. Later. Bye-bye.
1: to launch a new career or not sure what to do after graduation rumpke is hiring for cdl driving trainees we pay you to get your cdl license while working for us driver trainees receive eighteen dollars an hour great benefits and rumpke will pay your cdl costs once you're a cdl driver you can earn one thousand to thirteen hundred dollars a week and more than ten thousand dollars in bonuses possible in your first year apply today and launch a lucrative career at rumpke apply now at rumpkecareers.com equal opportunity employer restrictions apply From earaches to strep tests, there's MinuteClinic at CVS. See a provider, fill a prescription, and grab essentials. Or see us online with telehealth options. That's healthier made easier. Visit MinuteClinic at CVS today. Services vary by location. See MinuteClinic.com for details.